Welcome to the Finding Clarity podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Hi folks, this is George Cannon and you are listening to the Finding Clarity podcast, episode 149. The Finding Clarity podcast is an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and Christian life. And what we try to do is, is we look at the issues or questions that you might have where you wouldn't normally find an answer for it, say, in a typical morning message or even in Sunday school or a Bible study. And so we try to address those questions here. And so today we're going to look at a question that we started to look at last week. And we're actually going to call this part two of that question. And here's what we looked at. We looked at what is the difference between heaven, paradise, hell, Hades, and purgatory. So last week, we looked at the first part. We looked at the whole issue of paradise and heaven. And uh, we looked at the delineation of that in the scripture and what it means and the common uses that we find for it. So today... Our focus is going to be actually on the exact opposite end of that now. We're going to look at the issue of hell, Hades, the lake of fire, and we're going to answer a question concerning the issue of purgatory. So that's what we're going to look at today. Now, as we begin looking at this question, we really need to go back and just remember what we talked about last week in the reality of how we use heaven and hell in a general sense. And what I mean by that is, is that typically what we do is, is that we tend to use those terms generally. So here's some points I want you to see. First of all, it's not uncommon to hear both heaven and hell in the church and in the world. Heaven and hell is not just words that are exclusively used for the church. It's a part of our culture. So you'll hear people talking about heaven all the time, or the heaven of this, or whatever. And then you'll hear people talk about hell, and they'll talk about hell on earth, or they'll tell people to go there, and so forth. So it's not uncommon to hear both heaven and hell in our church and in the world today. Now, these terms are often used in a general sense to reflect greater truths. So typically when people use them, and we talked about this last week with regards to the issue of heaven, you hear people talking about, I'm going to heaven. Now, they usually use that in a general sense because they don't necessarily know the greater truths beneath that. And so that's what we looked at in episode 148 as we try to give you a, a greater understanding of how we use heaven in a general sense, but looking more specifically at what the scripture says about it. And so when we hear people talk about hell, we hear people talk about it in a general sense, not necessarily in a specific sense as the scripture would delineate it. So often, their use is due to a lack of understanding concerning the specifics of biblical truth. The sad fact is, is that many people, especially even those in the church, will use heaven and hell in a generic sense, but 
they don't really know what the scripture says about heaven and hell and the specifics of that. And so we're going to try to look at that today. We're going to focus on the issue of hell, also called Hades, the lake of fire, and then after that we're going to address the issue of what is purgatory. So let's look at, first of all, right now, hell, Hades, and the lake of fire. So I have several things I want to point out to you here. First of all, it's not uncommon to hear people talk of hell as a place of punishment. So you and I should recognize that hell as a place of punishment or torment is not absent from our everyday vocabulary. We hear people all the day using that term. And we hear them with reference to it, sometimes flippant, as far as there's going to be a party there. Sometimes they talk about it with reference to the suffering that they're going through right now. So it's not uncommon to hear people talk about hell. Now, the next thing I want you to see is this. The scriptures present a more complex picture than the general statement we use. Now, when we look at what the Bible says, we're actually going to see that there's a more of a little bit complexity here. Although it's simple in its truths, there's a little bit more to it than just simply saying that people are going to go to hell. So I'm going to try to explain that to you right now, because I'm going to make reference to the fact that hell is different from the lake of fire. We're going to see that as the scripture examines that as we go on. But Let's take a look at this now. So the first thing I want you to see here is this. Hell or Hades are terms used to describe the destination of fallen humanity. So when I talk about fallen humanity, I'm talking about unbelievers, those who do not embrace a belief in the true God and his son, Jesus Christ. They are those who the scripture will later show us whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life, who have not experienced salvation, but have rejected God for whatever reason. And so hell and Hades refer to when they die as the destination of where they go. Now, where do we get this from? Well, we get it from a story that Jesus told concerning the rich man and Lazarus in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31. Now, I made reference to this last week with regards to the discussion of Abraham's bosom or paradise. But there is the other dimension to the story, which our scripture records it as Hades. We can also refer to it as hell. And, well, let me read you what Jesus said. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died, and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments... In Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. 
Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and you are tormented. Besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, father, that you send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, You have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear you. And he said, No, father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. So what I want you to see here is it's describing Hades, or another name for it would be hell, as a place of torment where those who are not in Christ, those who are not saved, the lost, will go. And so here's what I want you to see. Here's the next point. The lost will go to hell or Hades until the resurrection of the dead. So it's kind of a place where they go until the resurrection of the dead. Now, when will that take place? At the final judgment. At the final judgment. So consider with me Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 13. Here's what John writes. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, and from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead, who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each according to his works. Now here we see the lost. They're going to appear before the great white throne of judgment, which Paul refers to later in one of his epistles as the day of terror. So there it is, the great judgment. So Hades that place where they go when they die, it delivers up its dead for them to be judged. Now, that brings us to the point where I want you to see now, at the final judgment, the condemned are cast into the lake of fire. Look now at Revelation chapter 20, verses 14 and 15. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So several things I want you to see here. First of all, at the final judgment, the condemned are cast into the lake of fire. Now, most people 
will say that when you die without Christ, you go to hell. Ultimately, they're expressing in a general sense what we see here in a specific sense. It's not hell that they go to. It's the lake of fire. So they are cast into the lake of fire. And what we just read was, and this is my next point, is that hell and death and Satan are cast into the lake of fire. It is a place of eternal punishment forever and ever. It is the final place of punishment. So hell itself, death is cast in, and Satan is cast in. Now let me just make a small point here, because sometimes I people think that Satan right now is in hell. No, he's not in hell, folks. He has access to this world. He has access to the throne room of God. And the reality is, is he has not faced his final judgment. Now, he too will face a final judgment by being cast into the lake of fire. Now, our culture would say that Satan is the one who is in control of hell. Folks, Satan is not going to be in control of hell. Satan will be in hell experiencing its torments, but he will not be the one in charge. And so the lake of fire from the scripture here is communicated what it is. What is it? The lake of fire is the second death. It's the final judgment. It's the place of torment. So now that gets me to the question that people add with this, and that is, what is purgatory? And a lot of times you'll hear that used, whether in our culture or around people, you'll hear the issue of purgatory or going to purgatory. So let me just kind of help you to understand what purgatory is. First of all, purgatory is a Roman Catholic belief. So if we look at all of Christianity, there are different groups within Christianity, different churches within Christianity. Some are ancient churches, some are Reformation churches, churches that came out of the Reformational period, and some are just free churches that exist today that have formed on their own. One of those churches is the Roman Catholic Church. It's an ancient church. Now, they would say they are the primary church. That's not true because there is also another ancient church, actually several ancient churches, that do not view them as the primary. They would say they are equals. One would be the Orthodox Church, as well as the Coptic churches throughout the Middle East. Those churches would not say that the Pope or the Bishop in Rome is the primary church. They would say their church is just as equal. And we see that testimony of that given throughout the book of Acts. These are all churches that started around that period of time. Reformation churches are the churches who came out of the reform period in the, in the Roman Catholic Church, and they were, quote, the Protestant churches, and we see that now. And those are primarily in the Western world, and they have reached out to other parts of the world as well. So when we talk about purgatory and the doctrine of purgatory, it's a Roman Catholic belief. It is a belief specific to the one church, the Roman Catholic Church. And what exactly is it? Well, it's the intermediate state after physical death for the expatiary or atoning purification. So it's for atoning. For what? Our sins here. Let me get a little bit further. The process 
of purgatory is the final purification of the elect, that is, of the faithful, of the believers. And so, according to the Roman Catholic Church, all those who are at a certain state in their walk with God have to go through this process of purification, which is purgatory. Now, this is entirely different from the punishment of the damned. So this is not hell. This is not like some place between hell, heaven and hell, and you either go to one place or another. This is a place of purification, of becoming worthy to enter into heaven. Now, the doctrine emerged in the Roman Catholic Church in the 12th century. So in the 12th century, this doctrine emerged. Now, folks, we live at this point in the 21st century. So just helping you understand, it's been around almost a thousand years. Now, non-Catholic churches do not hold to the doctrine of purgatory. Now, there are some non-Catholic churches, Protestant churches, that came out of the Roman Catholic roots that may have a variation, but in the sense of purgatory as it is believed by Roman Catholics, um, non-Roman Catholic churches, Protestant churches, Orthodox churches, Coptic churches don't hold to this doctrine. And so that's what we see here. Now, why is it that we don't hold to this doctrine? Well, for us here at our church, we believe that when you face death as a believer, you, you are removed from this body of sin. You are then glorified. You receive a new body. And you, to be absent from the body, as Paul says, is to be present with the Lord. And so while our Roman Catholic friends believe this, we would not believe this. So let's get back to the whole issue. So when we use the term heaven and hell, the reality is, is we typically use it in a general sense. But the reality is, is that it actually, there's a whole lot more meaning to it and a whole lot more to understand about it. So when we look at the issue of hell, hell or Hades is that place where the lost, the unbeliever goes to until the time of final judgment. And when he is judged, because his name is not written in the book of life, he is cast into the final place of judgment, which is the lake of fire. And that, my friends, is the second death. But usually when we talk in and about in our everyday lives, we just typically use those generalized statements, heaven and hell. But there's a whole lot more meaning there that I would like you to think about on your own. Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have. You might be saying, George, how can I get my question to you? Well, it's real easy. If you attend the services here at the Kermansville Christian Church, you just need to write them down and get it to me, and I will look at answering it here on the podcast. Or you can send a message to me, direct message us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Finding Clarity Podcast, or through our church page, facebook.com slash Kerwinsville Christian Church. And we'll be look at answering the question here. Until we get together next week, folks, we hope you have a great week. Until then, 
Take care.